0: Hey everyone, welcome back to another Fathoms 15 episode. Real short one here. And it's just Abram and I, Creek. Uh, so, uh, Drew is out camping. Um, is she so, w- yeah, we thought we'd pop on here real quick and talk about emotions um, as Ooh. it relates to our Enneatype. And what, what, what do we. What do we do with these feelings? Why, why are we feeling all these feelings and what do we do with them? <laughs> Seth, answer all the questions, please. <laughs> <laughs> so, Seth, tell me a little bit. Uh, you have some thoughts on this, yeah? What is what is our emotions uh, as it relates to our Enneatype?
1: So, one of the ways that I see type is is as a, a management system for the primary emotion of our lead center. So, y- you know, you've got uh, the body center, the 8901. And the primary emotion is rage or anger. Um, you move to the heart center. As you know, it's it's a it's some, somewhat contested these days. Shame yeah. or sadness. Uh, yeah. so maybe some of that's about which one of the numbers you are. That's the two, threes, and fours. And then uh, the five, six, and sevens are the uh, you know the cognitive, or the, the mental, the thinking uh, types, the thinking center. And the 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 dominant emotion of that center is fear. That's- yeah, so so emotions are happening all the time, right? Um, you can kind of think of emotions as the reaction to what's happening on an instinctual level, and you know how we're trying to get our instinctual needs met. But yeah, and then the strategy of our type is all about kind of the, the mental center trying to to uh, pursue certain things and avoid other things. And so uh, with this idea that feeling is is somewhat different than emotion, you can think of feeling as the ability to actually be present to emotion mm-hmm. and so act to actually to not manage that emotion, but to actually name it and to, and to actually experience the benefit of, of the emotion and to, to uh, kind of accept the information it's trying to tell us about our experience on an instinctual level. So mm. the idea that we're, we're going to, we're going to go for with this episode is, is with the idea that type seeing type is a, a management system for your dominant emotion. Um, how there is using sort of the, the the work of an author named Chip Dodd, his his work he talks about how there's a benefit to emotion and an impair the impairment of emotion, and how when we can actually be present to emotion and feel it and be present with it and name it, we it can experience the benefit of what the information is um, that are that we're emotionally trying to be to, to be told, you know, and uh, right. but the the, the the issue is if we're not if we don't truly become present with that emotion well then we tend to experience the impairment of the emotion and so we're going to get at kind of naming some of the the benefits and the impairments of the the uh the 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 lead centers or the center's lead emotion
0: great awesome well let's start with uh let's start with body center um and these aren't necessarily he didn't write this with the enneagram in mind but there's so much crossover um in this uh it's it's this this particular list is taken from the book The Voice of the Heart, and that's Chip Dodd. So we'll put that in the show notes as well. Um, but so starting with anger, right? We have the impairment is depression or perfectionism. What do you have for that, Seth? You never <laughs> feel anger.
1: Yes, I do. No, sorry. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> think of it. Think of it this way: if you understand this, the uh, the strategy of the type. Um, in order to get peace, I have to forget what's important to me. When you repeatedly forget yourself and forget what's important to you and um, sort of erase yourself for the sake of not causing any level of conflict or disagreeing with other people, then you start to, it builds up and it builds up and it builds up. Yeah. And if I don't know what I want, then I don't, then I, uh, it, le- it can lead to depression and it can lead to mm-hmm. some level of serious um, apathy, right?
0: Yeah, I, when when anger happens, uh, oftentimes it is it's a sign that there's a, there's a boundary that has either been crossed or you're running up against a boundary. Right. And whether that is an actual one or something that is more psychological or emotional. Um, and so learning to feel that anger first acknowledging like the the pain of that and what's what's actually happening underneath but also the benefit side which is um it helps us tell the truth according to chip dot it helps us tell the truth dares to hope and arouses desire
1: yeah you know one of the the gifts why nines fall asleep to anger is so they don't know what they want but if i can um sort of Come awake to my anger and recognize what is in my heart. You know, I if I can feel the emotion of anger, then I know what I want. <laughs> you know, right. that's right. that's the thing is it, it tells you what you're passionate about. That's the benefit of anger. Um, and have you really seen many unhealthy nines all that passionate about anything?
0: Hmm. No. All right. Well, let's move uh, to the next one. Uh, so we we'll move to the heart center, and this is kind of a toss up, but. Currently, right? Sadness and shame are the are the dominant emotions of the heart types. Yeah. Um. So sadness, we have the impairment of self pity, and for shame, it's uh well toxic shame, uh, self rejection, pride or rage.
1: Yeah. Um. I tend to be more connected to sadness, so I guess I'll, I might speak to that one. But you know, what happens in in sadness is if you're not sort of present to that emotion as something around you in external environment that you were hoping for doesn't happen. For example, you know, I might, uh, try and call attention to myself extra, an extra level of, Oh, look at me. Um, you know, it's this, it's selfishness for sure, but it's, it's just a way to like manage how I'm feeling sad. I'm not, I'm not actually feeling the, uh, the gift of that, which, which the gift of sadness is that it helps you, um, honor what's missing and so you can actually Mm -hmm. be grateful for what was once there and uh yeah it it really allows for for gratitude but that they work they really work in in tandem um but that's that's one way to kind of see sadness at at play
0: as a dominant heart type um the that sadness and especially shame uh for me as a type four is is ever present and for a long time and i mean it still does today for sure it drives shame is what drives me it drives me to do um and to become things that i perceive other people want me to become and though it is it is helpful just as your ego is in a lot of ways of getting things done of of gaining that level of uh income or uh social status or something along those lines it's very helpful in that, but it is, it's a toxic fuel. Like you will end up running yourself into the ground and never being satisfied. Um, and this has happened over and over and over and over and over and over again in my life. And so to be able to take that, that shame and that sadness and, and realize that who I am is, is the thing that is valuable and not um, not the things that I am becoming, but rather the things that I am are the thing of value. Then um, that's that's when I'm able to convert that shame and sadness into something that is that is honoring, um, that mm. is uh, actually actually humble, and, and not some level of fake humility. So moving on from the heart types, we're going to go into the head, and that's and that dominant uh, energy mm, and that dominant emotion is fear. So the impairment of fear is anxiety or rage. And uh, yeah, we don't have a head type with us, but we will attempt to <laughs> describe it as best as possible. So, so Seth, what do you have for that?
1: Um, yeah, I think of actually head types um, as self-projecting types. You know, they, they sort of threat forecast for some level of mental competence. And so, you know, one difference between uh, fear as a, an important emotion that tells you information you need to know, and then what happens when you don't act, when you're not present to that is it begins to um, have you you know potentially looking for how you can deal with things that could go wrong. You know, so you're actually not mm-hmm. uh, in the present anymore. And and really, one way to see this is the difference between fear and anxiety is. Uh, fear is about what's actually happening, whereas anxiety is about possible future events that could happen. Yeah. Um, and that <laughs> the worry won't get you really anywhere. Um, yes, but the, but the benefit of uh, fear is that it's it's actually planning and preparing and to a point, you know. And, right. and you, you, at, at some point you kind of say, okay, I've done what I can do about this and yeah. you move on. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah. If you, if you can't, if you can't actually feel that fear, then there's, um, then it starts distorting, whether it's like the, the fear of missing out or the, the fear of, of not understanding something or the fear of something that will happen or won't happen, or, um, always being on the lookout for the thing that you missed. That sort of fear is, is, obviously paralyzing right cuz cuz if if there's if there's an infinite amount of things that could happen then then a good majority of those things happening are negative and that is that is what the head types are trying to avoid is and to um withdraw from and protect themselves from is that sort of sense of um so many bad things could happen if i'm not prepared for it and if i'm prepared for it then they, they, they almost have some level of uh, false sense of security and control um, when they feel like they know how to react to any and every situation.
1: Right. So one way to uh, practice trying to be present to these emotions that are specific to the center you might be in um, would be looking for how you're trying to control situations or control yourself, um, yeah, just control for the body types. And when, when you're doing that, there's a good chance you're trying to manage your your anger. What are you angry mm-hmm. about? You know, um, so it's a good question to just ask: How am I trying to manage my dominant emotion in this situation? You know, what am I angry about? Yeah. And it shows up usually as control. So for mm-hmm. the heart types, it's about connection and comparison. And so, what am I sad about? What am I? How am I self-rejecting in this experience? Um,
0: and what am I overdoing to uh, to gain some level of acceptance? to that connection
1: right right yeah and then for the head types it's about how am i trying to to just amass more information in order to feel safe this is about competence for the head types so um what am i what am i afraid of really when when i'm trying to amass uh, amass more and more information in order to figure things out so what am i what am i angry about what am i sad about and what am i what am i afraid of you know right now
0: yeah yeah, yeah, when
1: you can ask those questions, and you can then you can go into that emotion, and you don't have to as much manage that, and and, and it show up as as the distortion of of that um, that do, that dominant emotion. You can experience the benefit of it, which is right. such a, a beautiful experience. Yeah,
0: it really is that that small little shift of perspective is all we need sometimes. So, I know uh, friends, I know there's so many more things to talk about with this. Um, emotions are a all right large 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 fathom to be explored um but for for now we're gonna send you to a couple resources in the show notes um and just use it in your own practice take take these questions take the information that you've gained from this and start just observing yourself start seeing where does this show up how do my emotions show up and how am i just having emotions and how am i actually feeling those emotions so friends it's been great will talk to you later Truthwork Media Studios.